Hello everybody, how are you doing today? Today is December 5th, it's right around 12 o'clock lunchtime, and I've decided to make another podcast, special episode number two, because I wasn't expected to do this, I really wasn't. I've got an appointment in about an hour and 15 minutes, so I've got to get right to the point, but yet I've got time to speak to you about this, because the last 24 hours have been overwhelming. That's, that's the word I'm using, overwhelming. I have 11 people, listeners, 11 people who have reached out, hashtag my story, who have reached out to me through email, through Facebook messaging. I just got some from Instagram messaging, phone calls, people that I hadn't talked to in five, six, seven years. Thank goodness my calendar was pretty empty yesterday because it was a phenomenal, overwhelming experience. I've got calls from Matt in Utah. I got calls from Jim out of Arizona. I got calls from some of these call, Some of these names were they allowed me to use. Some of them said, please don't use. It's really terrible because the ones who that didn't want us to use the name, you could hear in their story, they're the ones that were hurt the most. And, and it's pretty crazy. Um, I, I spoke with, um, this guy's name was Flynn out of Michigan. Uh, I spoke to a guy by the name of Chris out of Rhode Island. Uh, Mike out of Illinois. Sheila out of Florida. She mentioned that uh, she believed that they were sexist, uh, just as a, a side note. Um, spoke with uh, Robert out of Virginia. I've got uh, Van Guy. Uh, his I can't say his name very well. Out of New York, gave me a phone call. Leslie out of Texas gave me a phone call. And hers was very interesting. Leslie's was because she was actually on a diversity task force. So so the big guy has a diversity task force that they created like, I don't know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years ago. It may have been around longer than that, but it really started, got ramped up around then. And um, from the email that I got from her, hers was based on the fact that um, she was on the diversity task force, but wanted to take it a step further to bringing the diversity task force more into the spotlight of some of the other lobbying efforts, education efforts, things like young agents and trusted choice. She wanted to bring that forward and she kept mating resistance. And it was amazing. She was pretty much her uh, position was changed immediately. Um, you know, they went black for a while and then boom, things change. Same thing that happened to me. Same thing that's pretty consistent in these stories. Um, I'll read you one right here out of, uh, off Facebook messenger. Let me get my phone open here. Cause, oh my gosh, I have a ton of them. Please believe me. Uh, let's see. Rish right here. So out of nowhere last night, 737 pops in my newsfeed. It's also my story. Well done, friend. I Whoa, blew me away. I was like, are you serious? I didn't even know that this person knew about the big guy. I mean, I didn't, it's just something we had never talked about. And she, and she said, uh, I would love to tell you, it's also why I don't speak at their events anymore. I've canceled several of them. My story has a little feminism in it, and it's a good one, I promise. 
She also said that she's talked to Hanley and she's discussed it and she knows the type of person he is and the commitment he has to the industry and it just uh, disgusts her. I think that that's a pretty heavy word, disgust. I think that's a pretty accurate word too. I come, I not come on here to bash an organization. I came on here to tell a story, folks. That's what I did. I came on to tell a story because I feel as if my friend Ryan Hanley's going through that same situation. What was mind blowing is this is not about Ryan and this is not about me anymore. This is about you who have been wronged out there. Somebody on my team, let me go over to my next one. I've got all kinds of, of windows open here. Excuse me. Someone on my team said this at uh, agency intelligence. They sent this to me. They said, now after, after reading and looking at this stuff and I told them, Hey, I think we're going to have to go out with a new podcast today. We're going to have to drop one really fast. That's why we don't have the intro or outro. We don't have time to, it takes hours to put together a show. And I just said, Hey, I'm going to record it. Boom. And this is what this person came back with. And I love this. And she said, no matter what, imagine how good it feels to those 11 people and many more to not be alone in that experience anymore and, and be able to voice it. That's big. That's huge. That's big. If you're out there and this is your story, I want to hear about it. If you don't want to put it all down, just give me the abbreviated version. As you can see, these other people here, I'm not going to sit here and read off every story to you because really it'd get boring. It really does because it's the same thing. It's about, I tried to make this forward move or I went upon myself to create this to better agents and I was axed. And what's amazing is, is they're all volunteer positions, right? So there's little recourse you have. And then at the same time, you're thinking to yourself, like, I'm just a volunteer. I was trying to do my best. So if they don't want that, then I can volunteer somewhere else. Right. That's what you think. The, the problem with it is, is this is not the boys and girls club. This is not the chamber of commerce. I mean, this is our industry. This is our livelihood. This is how we make money. This is how we protect people. We as independent agents are fighting for our lives. We are. We're fighting for our lives to make sure that we continue on. We're fighting so that our 401k is our agency. Our retirement is based upon what I'm doing now, but what I'm building for the future. The directs are all over us. The insure tech companies are here. The captives are there. We only have 30% market share. The, the, the vehicles are going, are, are going to start depleting that we've got all these different things going on. We're fighting for our existence and the people who are supposed to be supporting us the most and have our back are making decisions every day to do the opposite of that. Do these organizations do good? Yes, they do. They do have some good parts of them. We'd really have to dig, but they do have some good parts of them. They have great people that work for them. Keep in mind, folks, they, this, is, this, is, this is about the elite, okay? So in one of the emails, tying right into that, in one of the emails, let me go to that email, this person out of Virginia says to me, 
Jason, you just struck a blow to the very center of why our channel is shrinking. We do not have a meritocratic system and we lose ground every day as a result. There is a revolution already starting and the agents will regain control starting with taking back our data. Amen to that, buddy. Your message will throw gasoline on the fire and I say, let it burn. Above all else, thank you, Jason, because your story is my story. Now, here's the thing. I just, I got to say it. Like, I'm not trying to cause fires. I'm not trying to cause lawsuits. I'm not trying to do anything other than, because to be honest with you, they're the ones that are trying to cause the lawsuits. That's why I know my boy Hanley's being done wrong. He's an artist. You know that? You, you know you're an artist. We all have artistic talents, whether it's speaking, whether it's working with people, whether it's being able to decipher their lives to adequately protect them, whatever it could be. Ryan's an artist. They took his artwork. He's a videographer. They took his artwork. He's a blog writer. They took his artwork. He's a podcast. They took his, they took his artwork. I wonder how the other artists that are working for these organizations feel. I thought I just thought of that. Because there's some good ones. And I guess they kind of realize now that their artwork's going to be gone too. Man. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. So the question I get a lot here in the last 24 hours is, and it's not to me, but I hear it in, in, in these chats and where this stuff is going on is, is why, right? Why? So, so I got my boy from California over here, my main guy, and he happened to put it really, 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 really simple. He, he really, really did. And he's basically in a nutshell said, why? Like, what is the reasoning uh, for why that, what are they trying to protect? What do they get out of this? And that's a very, very easy question to answer. To get detailed about it is where it gets in where it gets tough. Here's what he asks. Eli says, "I don't understand really. What's the status quo? Uh, um, uh, what is the status quo that they are trying to protect? I don't get what they're threatened by. Is it just that they want to be the one that controls the speed at which the industry moves forward? And then there was a bunch of questions that went on and on for that. Here's my answer to that." Fear, change, unknown, control, and money. Fear of change, fear of the unknown, control, and money. That's what it always comes down to. That's what greed always comes down to. 
That's what elitism always comes down to. And when you were listening here from my guy from Virginia, he said, me, uh, uh, metacratic, uh, I'm probably not saying it right. You know, loyal listeners know I can't say this stuff right, but here's what it was, is a, is a meritocracy. It's an elite group of people who progress is based on the ability and talent rather than on class, privilege, or wealth. That's what they want to protect. They want to protect privilege and wealth. You can only imagine how much money runs through these places. I mean, they're getting money from us, they're getting money from vendors, and they're getting money from insurance companies. They're getting a lot of money. They want to protect that money. They want to protect the control because, see, they've, they've got it to where it's really a fine-tuned system. Not for you, not for me, but for them, it's a real fine-tuned system. So any of the littlest stress could crack the whole thing. It only takes for one, two, three, four agents on a committee to really come up with a good idea that takes for one insurance company to look at and say, wow, let's do that. And then everybody says, wait a minute, is that in our best interest? Because if it's not, wow, we've got some problems to do. So let's just not let it get to that point. Now that may not mean a lot to you. You guys may be like, what is wrong with these people? Like they sit on these, listen, there's people like me in the world that like to sit on committees. We like to sit on boards. We like to spend thousands of dollars to go to a, another location and meet with other agents to better our industry, to better our business, to better our finances, to better our families. That's what we like to do. There's some of you that don't. You like to sit in your office. You like to be involved in rotary. You like to do whatever you want to do. And that's awesome. We need you. But there's people out there that give their lives to this industry. Give their lives to this industry. Like it's what we do. We have a passion for it. And you who don't have a passion for that type need people like us. And so when we give everything, when we miss our kids' games, when we're not able to be home with our families all the time on the weekend, when we're donating thousands of dollars in expenses to go to these conferences, when we're donating money to Insure PAC, the political action uh, committee by them, when we're doing all this stuff, and then when we get shit on, no one likes to be shit on, let alone when it's your passion. We just take it. It's like... Who's going to listen to me? Who really cares about this? It's just me out there. They're going to do everything they can to protect it. They really can. That's what I said. How, how, when you try to get in the details and you try to go down to what is it? What is that thing? It just has to be do with control. It has to do with the status quo. Things are easier when they're just kept as they are. A lot of you agents and insurance professionals who are listening to this podcast, you can't grasp this. You can't grasp this. This is the reason why you left the agency you're at because they were all about the status quo, which was making money for the boss. And you wanted to have a little bit more. You wanted, you saw a better direction. You saw a better way for the agency. And you said, forget it. If it's not going to change, I'm going to go do my own thing. It's just really hard to do your own thing. Sometimes it is really hard to just do your own thing especially when you're competing with Goliath. Not everybody's David. I don't want to be David. I just want to make life better for me, for my family, for my agency, for the industry. It's all I want. I want people to experience what I experience. Don't, why don't they want that? And they listen to this, they would say, oh, we do. Then why do you squander us? 
Why do you, why do you push us down when we try to do better for you? For, I mean, all we want to do is, is try to relate to the agent that needs to be today and in the future. Do you know how many people I go around and I talk to, um, especially being part of IOAO and, and, and you can go into insurance soup and you could be in my mastermind or whatever. And like, you'll hear people be like, so what's this association that we're a part of? Does anybody know about this? And you know what I kind of found out? I really like thought that people didn't know about the association because I'm, I've been an association geek my whole life. I really liked what they stand for until you look behind the curtain. But when I, 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 I've been there and I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm an association guy. That's just the way that it is. I, up until four or five years ago, I was an association guy. I, I, I could go on and on about this, but I'm sorry. I'll digress. I'm looking here through my notes because I had somebody call me yesterday and said, Jason, please finish what's on the paper. I'm going to tell you I can't do all that, but I will. Education. That's another thing that they're huge in is education. And I'm going to tell you this right now. firsthand, big time companies out there. Nah, I'm not going to say companies, couple companies um, that are out there and they went to the big guy. They went to these other organizations, said, hey, here's what we got for you. Boom. We've already shown this to 300 agencies and they're growing like crazy. It's a new way to train. It's a new way to learn. It's not the boring read this. And then you've got to pick your, uh, pick A, B, C, or D for the answer. Multiple choice. Nope. It's not that it's interactive gamification, you know, real hands-on training. Uh, no, I don't even know if they returned their phone call. Maybe they returned their phone call, but I don't think they did. And it's not like this is a little startup who's upset that they didn't talk to him. Like, there's more to it. And they just just totally shunned him so that you or I would never know about them. But in this world where we have podcasts and we have blogs, now they're certainly outpacing them. And you got to realize who this organization, they're in bed with each other. That's what they do. So just look further into it. You'll see. I mean, it's, it's the, everybody knows. Look at the organizations. Look at the education. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And I'm going to tell you what. One of the guys that's on the inside who called me this morning. I'm going to keep my mouth shut about that. In closing, think of this. Yesterday, normally we have around three, four, close to 500 downloads a day of this podcast. Yesterday, uh, from 11 o'clock when I released it until midnight was at 1324, uh, 1,324. And then uh, from midnight until I recorded this podcast, we had 428. Yeah. People are spreading this. People are getting other people. And it's funny because they're tagging other people in Facebook posts. Like, you know why they're tagging him when I reach out to him? They say, because this is my friend's story. I want him to know. I want your story. I need your story. This industry needs your story. I want your story nothing more than to distance this topic away from Ryan and I. I want your story because I want you to be relieved in telling it to me, the industry, the world. Well, you had to keep silent for a while. 
Yesterday was liberating for me. I want it to be liberating for you. In closing, think about a dictator. Why did dictators try to keep control? What's their motivation? What's their reasoning? Why wouldn't they want their country to get better so that business would prosper and make more money for everybody in the business, including the government? Why? What comes to that point in time where that dictator says stop? You know, it was really funny, and this is why your story is important. One of the guys who invented Twitter, one of the uh, programmers, he was from Egypt. And when he came to America, he said that what he had seen of the rest of the world was the rest of the world, whenever he was online, looked just like Egypt. What he said it was amazing was, is when he went came to an America and he was helping build Twitter, he would, he would snap pictures of himself in his backyard by the pool, cooking hot dogs, beautiful girls, gorgeous skies, mountains. And he would send it back to his friends in Egypt. That was the beginning of the revolution in Egypt. It only took about two or three years before Mubarak was overthrown, convicted. I think he was killed. I don't know, something like that. Can't remember. I, I'm not asking for a revolution. What I'm asking for is your story. I'm asking for your story because your stories are the pictures. Your stories are the pictures of the mountains. Your stories are the pictures. They're the proof. They're the proof that this happened. Now, it may be good just to send them back to your homeland and just let people know. But there's also people that you're going to affect with that story who are going to say, why are we being told different? And that's what we need. We don't need people to cancel their big eye memberships, even though every one of you who called me yesterday say that's where I was wrong on my thing. That's not what I'm saying. You don't, you don't cause change by shunning them the same way they shun us. We cause change from the inside. That's how we do it. A lot of you gripe and say, my membership, I pay $500, $1,000, $1,500, and I never get to use it. Use it now as the key to get into that leadership and overthrow this. It's based on merit. It's based on those who actually are the ones who should be rewarded for their talents and their abilities, rather than their privilege or their wealth. I need your story. Jason at growprogram.com. Jason at growprogram.com. You can Facebook me. You can find me on Facebook, wherever you want to be. But I want your story. I do not plan on doing a special episode three. I did not plan on doing a special episode two, but I was absolutely overwhelmed by the people and their responses of my story. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this. I want to thank you for taking your time to sit there right now as you are and said, I'm joining Cass, I'm joining Hanley, I'm joining the independents, and I'm going to do something about this. I'm getting involved. That's what it takes. We can't just sit there and do nothing. We can't wait for them to, to die a slow death. We got to stomp it out and we got to say, we got to move on. What can we keep? What can we get rid of? But we got to move on. This has been Jason Cass. This is Agents Influence Podcast. Tell me your thoughts and tell me your ideas, and I promise you, I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. Hashtag my story. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. 
really. We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.